As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Good afternoon, Freedom Fighters. Hello, hello, hello. I'm excited to be here with you guys at the top of the year. We are planning and preparing to give God our first fruits of the year, our first fruits of the month, as we press in, plow, push through to the promises of God for what he has for us in 2023. Glory, glory to God. If this is your first time with us, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Send this broadcast to someone that you know that may want to join with us over the next three days. It is going to be power packed, prophetic, full of breakthroughs and testimonies. As last year, we received so many testimonies from this three day Esther fast. So I'm excited about what God is doing in your life, what God is doing for your family, for your future generations and all that is yet to come for you. So let's posture our hearts, prepare our minds to see and meet God over the next three days. Listen, I need y'all to take this thing here seriously. This is not the time to be laying, malingering, looking around, looking to the left and looking to the right. Your face should be to the floor. You should be having FaceTime for as much and as far as you can with God. You must be committed to the commission and the call upon your life. There's so much that God wants to share with you. There is so much that God wants to do in you, through you, for you. And so you must be committed to this time over the next couple of day. So we are going to be praying around the clock. So myself will be meeting you here and the ministry team will be praying with you as well. We're going to push into the ministry endeavor teaching that God has prepared for us today. And then we're going to continue all around the clock, 6 a.m., 12 p.m. midday. Um, and then we'll be back here again at 6 p.m. and again at midnight 
for warfare and deliverance prayer. So I want to start letting you guys get a moment to come in. We're going to have a little bit of housekeeping. Let's get into prayer for this midday prayer. And then I will begin the ministry teaching for today. This is the format that we will be continuing over the next couple of days. But y'all know I like to say, hey, girl, hey. And even for the men of God that are joining and or watching the replay, hey, y'all, hey. Hi, Alexis. Hello, Manaya Bates. Good day, Esther. Good day, Jahiza. Hello, woman of God. Greetings and blessings to you. Nala Terry. Hello, Kayla Nelson. Good afternoon, Kayla. Alyssa Roberson. Yes, I love you, woman of God, my fellow sister in Christ. Blessings, blessings, blessings. I'm excited for what God is going to share, what he's going to release into the atmosphere today. I need you guys to get excited for what God is doing as you're giving him your first fruits of the year in this good January of 2023. I want you to give him the first fruits of the day as we begin prayer every day at 6 a.m. That's Central Standard Time. Do not forget that we are meeting with each other here. Please feel free to encourage your, the men and the women of God in the chat to say hallelujah, whatever, raise your hands, pat your feet, stomp your feet, holler, scream. Listen, you have a voice recognition and activation in the heavenly realm. So you must speak aloud what you want to see God to do. You must declare, you must stand in the word in agreement with the government of God. That is the legislative law that the Lord has given us, though he came not to, to, to just uphold the law, but he came to redeem us from the curse of the law. So through deliverance and freedom, we are redeemed, we are restored, we are re reconciled to God. And this time time of fasting helps us to see and meet God, helps us to prepare for our deliverance, helps us to see the breakthrough that God has already released to us in heavenly realms. And so God will give you a grace to fast, to deliver you from death. That may be spiritual death. That may be an area of natural death. God has designed deliverance and for deliverance is the children's bread. And so as we're studying out of the book of Esther, this is what God has called us to do as you were appointed, called, and chosen. We're going to be talking more about that today. And the Lord has adopted us into the royal priesthood. We have received a righteous inheritance. Glory be to God. And that is what the enemy seeks and desires to take from you, to steal from you, so that you don't know your rights, you don't know your legal rights, and that you're not able to come into what God has promised, what God has released upon your life. But today we take back by force violently that in which the enemy has sought to hinder, to distract, to delay, to take and to keep you from entering into not just this day, but all the days that are yet to come. So we're going to fast. We're going to partner in prayer. We're going to petition the kingdom of heaven. We're going to pull the head, the heaven, heavenly realm down into the earth. We're going to take dominion, dispossess the enemy, take our territory, push in, press through and be ye delivered. Glory be to God. So I want to talk about a few housekeeping things. We'll get started in prayer 
and then we'll start the ministry assignment, the word of God that is being released to you, to the people of God today. So in this fast, Esther fast, she called a fast for the Jews, for their deliverance, glory be to God. Satan's plan was to destroy, to annihilate all of God's chosen people. I am chosen. You are chosen. We are all chosen and called by God. So just as there is a call and a commission upon your life, Satan has devised de demonic and satanic plans to hinder what God has promised you. And so there is many times as we are to pray and fast all throughout the year that we must surrender, yield, and submit ourselves to God as we are ambassadors in the land. For we are a part of a kingdom that is not even here in the natural realm. We come from the kingdom of heaven. We are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. We are a part of the royal priesthood called to live, to eat and see the good of the land and to carry out God's plan. So I want to talk about the fast. So some of you are novice to fasting. Some of you are experts at fasting. So some of you are on varying levels. So I have, I have created a way for you to partner with the Holy Spirit to still participate in the Esther fast, even if it's not absolute, even if it's not dry, meaning no food, no water. So myself and my team, and I don't know how many in the team, we are not eating or drinking anything for the next three days. If you are not, um, 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 you know, this is your first time fasting or, you know, you don't have the grace to carry out a three day dry absolute Esther fast, then that is okay. Okay. You can carry out and go through with the other option. Cause there's two options. You can do the six, a six P water only. And then at 6 PM break your fast so that you can then eat a Daniel fast approved meal. And so that's fruits and vegetables. And we have created an Esther fast booklet to help assist you to serve you for the next three days for whatever it is that you need so that you can follow along with us. So there's going to be some things I may talk about today in our midday prayer today that I'm going to be following that's going with the, with the Esther fast booklet. If you do not have the Esther Fast booklet, you will be able to purchase that. Today is the first day, but I want you to read the entire book of Esther over the next three days. Even if you read it before, read it again and partner with the Holy Spirit to allow him to show you what it is that he wants to reveal to you over the next three days. So day one, you need to have completed, and this is in the Esther Fast booklet. You will have had to have completed Esther's chapters one through three. Day Day two, that would be chapters four through six. And day three, that would be Esther seven through 10, seven through 10. So one, day one's one through three. Day two is uh, four through six and day three, seven through 10. So I'm going to read a few declarations. Let's make some declarations before God that we desire, that he desires for us as we're pressing into the fast. I know some of you, this might be your first time doing an absolute fast, a dry fast, no food, no water. And so you will need the strength of the Lord, okay? You will need 
need the power of the Holy Spirit. You will need to petition his help over the next three days that he will extend his grace, glory be to God, upon you so that you can be successful. And so as you are entering into the spirit realm in preparation for prayer and for breakthrough, the enemy is also in the spirit realm. So you will see a sensitivity that increases in the spirit. You may hear things, you may feel things, you may see things that you have not experienced in the past to the degree and to the depth that you may experience them over the next three days. So it is very imperative. It is important that you partner with the Holy Spirit and that he extends his grace, which is sufficient for you to carry out and to complete these next three days. So you're going to be thinking about fried chicken. You're going to be thinking about all of your favorite meals. The enemy is going to try to tell you to sneak a piece of a cookie or cake or something. Don't let the enemy win. But I want to say something to you, especially those that are learning the discipline of fasting properly. Now, if you slip up, God forbid, if you fail, if you fall short, don't give up. That's the one thing I want to ask of you and this community. Oh, love Emeralds. I'm glad you love the Esther Fast booklet. We put a lot of time into preparing that booklet for this fast for all of you. So I'm excited that it is beneficial and you love it. We love it. And I know that you guys are going to love, um, love it over the next three days. So make sure that even if you fall short in some way, shape, fashion, or form, that you do not let guilt, shame, nor condemnation hinder you from completing these three days. All I want you to do is to continue to continue and to contend with the enemy, even though all you have to do is do what I'm asking of you is to repent. Oh, it's Tori. Hi, Tori. <laughs> I'm glad you love it. All you have to do is to repent, ask for God's forgiveness, and then continue. Okay. God will forgive and he will continue to honor and to bless what you are able to do. So if you do not complete this perfectly, do not allow guilt, shame, and condemnation to hinder and stop your progress because the enemy does not want you to finish. He does not want you to carry out God's plan and God's plan to be received into the earth. So if this is, this is you, and if this may be something you've experienced in the past, like I've struggled with past with fast in the past. This has been something that's been a challenge to me. This is why I put those declarations in the book, in the Esther fast book, because you are to read those every day as often as you need to speak them aloud into the atmosphere and declare your dominion in the earth over the temptation of Satan. He has no power over you. Even Jesus was tempted in times of fasting. So you will be tempted, but you will prevail. I declare today that the gates of hell shall not prevail in your life, that you will receive the revelation and the release of God's divine desire and will for your life. Glory be to God. I already feel the anointing coming down and sitting in presence 
present in my home. We're going to pray here in a moment, but I want to read a few of the declarations that are in the Esther Fast booklet. So if you have your booklet, booklet, grab it now and let's go over and read aloud as I partner with you as we prepare for prayer right now. So read and speak aloud daily and as led. I declare that I will start and finish this fast as the Lord extends his grace to endure, persevere, press in and push through for my breakthrough. Agree today. If you do not have the book, that's okay. You can still agree as we're partnering together. But those that have the booklet, open your booklet and partner with me as we partner with him. And we go forth with these declarations today. We want to sign, seal, and stamp God's God's plan and God's provision over your life and make these decrees and declarations as you continue. I want you to be successful over the next three days. And I believe that you will be. The next declaration, I declare, hopefully you've had time to get your booklet and pull it out um, and read it. It is digital. And so if you have an iPad, you can write on your iPad if you have a stylus. Um, because there's also daily journal prompts and Daniel Fast recipes for those that are, are doing the Daniel Fast recipes. We're going to go to the next declaration. Declare out loud right now that I will be graced. Come on, y'all, the grace. Come on, God, release your grace right now over your daughters and your sons. Right now, I declare, say, I declare right now, I declare that I will be graced to fast and I will not struggle in completing this fast and any subsequent fast, the Holy Spirit leads me to complete in 2023. Declare that today over your life. Let's go to the next declaration. It says, I declare that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will empower and strengthen me over the next three days to finish this fast strong from the first day to the last day without losing any momentum in the spirit. Glory be to God. I feel the Lord right now as we are corporately partnering in prayer and making these declarations before heaven and the earth in Jesus name. The next declaration we are following, we're on the next one. It's says, I declare a reset and realignment. Come on, y'all. Reset and a realignment in my life as a result of my obedience to endure and persevere in the presence of God. Glory be to God. Where is the power of God found? Where is breakthrough found? Where is your breakthrough? It is in the presence of God. So you have to enter into his presence and you have to petition his will for your life. And so I declare this day over you, over your life, over your family, over your future, and all that God has released in your life, that a reset come upon you right now and realignment, glory be to God, that a reset happen in your life right now. If you agree, whether you got the Esther Fast booklet or not, I want you to type right now in the chat, reset and realignment, reset and realignment realignment. Glory be to God. Let's continue with our declarations as we partner in prayer together. Glory be to God. I declare that I will C 
see breakthrough. I declare that I will see breakthrough in every area. Come on, y'all. Don't leave nothing out. Whatever you feel or sense the Holy Spirit speaking to your spirit right now in the name of Jesus, I want you to speak it aloud in the atmosphere. Shift the atmosphere right now as you make these declarations before God. The areas of your life in which you are seeking and desiring God to break through for your life. The areas in which you are requiring and asking the Lord to come in and to fill your home, to fill your house and to loose the fire of God upon your life and whatever the enemy has placed his hand upon that he will loose it, that he will release it now in the name of Jesus. So I declare this day that you, that I, that we will see breakthrough in every area of our life and that I am called, those that are following the booklet, the next phrase, the next sentence says, I am called to in order to fulfill my destiny on the earth. Glory be to God. Do you know that you are here for a purpose? Do you know that God has a divine plan? Do you know that God has a predestined plan that is written in the book of destiny over your life that God desires and has divinely planned just for you? Okay. It is just for you. Can't nobody else do it. You can do it in, by, through, and for the kingdom of God. I thank you today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the realignment. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for the stirring of our spirit, oh God, as the spirit of the Lord is stirring now, even in my spirit, as these declarations are going forth. Believe by faith. For today, we're talking about faith and faith not only as Queen Esther knows it through deliverance, but favor over your life. I cannot wait to get into the ministry teaching today. Man, it is lit and legit. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost was speaking. I couldn't write fast enough for what he wanted me to share with you today. But let's continue as we prepare to enter in prayer that we allow the, the Lord to manifest today, that we allow the manifestation of God God's glory as we invite the king of glory into our space in preparation for prayer we stand on the declarations that are written before us and you can create your own declarations even if you don't have the Esther fast booklet you can make decree and declare your own personal declarations for whatever it is that you want to sign and stamp and seal by the power of the Holy Ghost for your life this year and in completing this fast to completion. So the next declaration says, I declare that I will be graced to fast and that God will extend additional grace. Come on, y'all, for additional grace. I don't know about you, but I want extended grace. I want additional grace. I want not just favor and faith, but I want a greater measure of favor. I want a greater measure of faith. I want a greater measure of God's grace because I cannot, you cannot, we cannot do anything apart from him. So Father God, we declare today 
that you extend a measure of grace, a greater measure of grace, greater levels of faith in the name of Jesus. Father God, we declare this day that not only grace, but patience come upon us today, that you give us patience to persevere, that you, Father God, give us patience to press in, that you, Father God, give us patience to press through in the name of Jesus, that grace, patience, wisdom, we talk today as we get to the ministry teaching I'm going to talk to you about one of the keys to receiving favor from the king and that is wisdom that is wisdom wisdom is needed in order to declare the inheritance to receive the inheritance the release of God's divine measure and whatever he gives he always gives above and increase above what we ask and more. God works not just in addition. God works in multiplication. God works in exponential peace, patience, prayer, whatever it is that you ask of him, he will give you more. He will give it to you in a place of abundance. He don't just give you enough or just barely enough. He always gives you more than you ask. So these declarations are important. If you don't have the Esther Fast booklet, write some down for yourself and declare today what it is that you want to see God do in and through your life. I declare, come on now, there's no reason to turn down your place. Some of you are turning down your plate for your children. Some of you are turning down your plate in these next three days for your family. Some of you are turning down your plate for others, for friends, for family, for those that are homeless, for those that are in need. Whatever the word of the Lord, whatever it is that you have sought God to pray, to petition, and to intercede for as you are going in this fast, I want you to think about those things that you want to see God do those things that God has placed into your heart and ask God what is the word of the Lord for today for me for my family and my future generations and even those that are not unknown to me even those that have yet to know me those that you are sending and those that I am currently serving who are those people where are they and what do they need father God we ask oh God that your divine will be in accordance and alignment with ours that we don't go ahead of you, Father. We don't fall behind. We don't look to the left and we don't look to the right. But Father God, we ask for the realignment. Father God, that we walk synchronized with the plan and the purpose of God for our life in accordance to your divine will. So supernatural breakthrough is what we want, is what we are looking for, and it is what we are expecting. Listen, don't enter into this fast and don't waste your time turning down your plate. If you are not ready to give up some things, if you are not ready to let go, if you are not ready to see the manifestation of God's glory for your life, listen, 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 Linda, listen, listen, when I tell you, this is not a diet, this is not just to do to check the box, this is not just to just say, I fasted, I participated, and you're just expecting God to move. There is some activation, and there is some participation that is needed whenever you go before 
before the Father to petition in his presence. You must know that there is a role and responsibility and there is accountability that is needed from you in order for the Lord to move in your life, okay? So God, just as a spirit cannot move outside of a body, God, the Holy Spirit needs your body, your mind, your mouth, your members, okay? He needs you in alignment and in agreement. He needs your consent. He needs your participation. He needs you to open your mouth. So many people mumble prayers. So many people pray in their minds. So many people pray in private and that is okay. But as we partner corporately, there is power in the presence of God as we open up and enter into new dimensions and levels in Christ Jesus. There is supernatural power to see the breakthrough. Listen, there are some ancient deities. There are some ancestral authorities. There are some things that are so far back in your bloodline that you have no clue what you're fighting. You have no clue what's up against you. You have no clue what covenants and altars have been erected in your life. And it is going to require you to sacrificially sow. Yes, I said it. To sacrificially sow, not just money, but your time, but your mind, but what you thought you wanted, but allow the will of God, the perfect will of God. For God is, I even hear God saying now that he is perfecting those things that are concerning us. He is perfecting those things that are concerning us. That is the word of the Lord. Do you understand that it is the word of the Lord for him to partner with you, for him to allow to release the breakthrough of your life. Don't allow the enemy to snatch your seeds out of the ground. Don't allow the enemy to snatch your seeds out of the second heaven as the Lord releases them from the third heaven. Some of us are sitting back like Daniel and we are waiting for the blessing to come through and to be received. And there's angelic warfare going on right now. You think one prayer is going to get it. No, it ain't. You're going to have to keep speaking those things that you know God has said. Those prophetic promises, the word of God that has been released upon your life. You speak it till you see what you say. You speak it till you see what you say. And you understand that if it is not yet that you have been able to see the manifestation of God's glory for your life, then it may not be your time or it may be held up by the enemy. So I bind all spirits of delay. Right now, speak with your mouth. Declare with me as we continue to contend with the kingdom of darkness. And we say today to loose the people of God, loose their minds, loose their things, loose their stuff, loose their peace, loose their joy, loose all of the fruit that has been given unto them this day in the mighty name. I declare supernatural breakthrough. I declare a greater anointing. I declare a greater anointing over your life to break the bonds of Satan over your life. Are you a servant to the Savior or are you a servant to Satan? Either way, there's only two ways you can go. Either you're serving God or you're serving Satan. Either way, you are a bond servant and you are bound to one one or the other, there is no other God. There is no in-between. There is no fence. For the fence even, for those that are stuck in a place of lukewarm living, for those that are neither hot nor cold, for the Lord says that he will spit you out 
in the name of Jesus. It's better to be cold than and, and better to be hot. But lukewarm, God des despises, God hates. So decide today who you're going to serve. Decide today who is your master. Decide today that I am going to believe by faith, that I am going to stop letting my mind and my inferiorities, my insecurities, what my mama said, what my daddy said, what my sister said, what my cousin said, what that old teacher pastor said, what they said and decreed over my life. We're going to bind, break, and burn evil altars. We're going to destroy disannul ungodly covenants. We're going to dismantle the powers of darkness over the next three days as we continue to see the face of the Father, as we continue to lay at his feet. And we say to God, we lay all of our burdens on the altar of Christ Jesus. Father God, I ask now that you release a greater anointing over me and over all of those that are listening, watching, and following in the name of Jesus. Father God, release a greater anointing that will break the bonds of bondage over your people this day, Father God. And say right now, follow me as I decree and declare, you can recite and receive right now, recite and receive the Cyrus anointing. Say right now, tap, put it in the tap chat, Tap and type right now in Jesus' name. I receive the Cyrus anointing to rebuild. I receive the Cyrus anointing to rebuild in the name of Jesus. Let's continue our declarations as those that are following. Jump back in the Esther Fast booklet with me. Let's go through the last couple of declarations and we will continue to contend, to press in and push through. Glory be to God. I declare God's rest. <laughs> Do you understand that rest is spiritual? Do you understand that rest is needed? Do you understand that when you're resting in God, you are trusting that God is God, that he is the I am for the word says in Psalms 46 and 10, be still and know that I am God. There's a time to toil. There's a time to tarry. There's a time to arise. There's a time to yield your sword. There is a time, but there's also a time to sit, wait, watch and pray. There is a time that God will call you to intercede, to wait and watch because he is going ahead of you because he is fighting your battles for you because he is loosing the angels that have charged over thee in the name of Jesus to go and to set forth plans to destroy, to dismantle and to annihilate the enemy for it is he that gives you divine measure, divine favor. It is he that opens doors that you cannot open. It is he that releases his divine will upon your life that you cannot do for yourself. You can do all that you can, but when you've done all that you can, stand, sit, still, soak, wait, watch and pray. That's why I tell you, until you see what you say, this is not a time to mope and moan and groan and complain. Remember what happened to the children of Israel. Remember what happened to them, to the Egyptians. Father God, as, not the Egyptians, the children of Israel as they left Egypt and they were bound by the Egyptians. When they were loosed into the wilderness, they, uh, they moaned, they groaned and they complained and they stood in the wilderness longer than they were wanted to. Longer than 
than they were supposed to. So don't be a wanderer in the wilderness any longer than you need to be. Let things go. Give them to God. Let him fight. Let him go ahead of you. Let him stand on your behalf. Let him arise. Let him receive and release God's plan for you. Oh, while you be still, sit and know, rest in God, trust in God. I release right now. If you don't know, we've already started praying. So if you waiting on me to start the prayer and already started, I release right now a garment of rest. Receive the garment that God is placing upon your back right now in Jesus name. By faith, I loose and I declare that a garment of rest right now surround and cover you, cloak you right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, release a garment of rest right now in Jesus name. Release rest, release rest, release God's rest, release God's rest. Release God's rest. Father God, we believe. Father God, we receive. Father God, we believe. And even as you are now raising your hands to receive, if you are at home, Father God, I pray that they will receive the receipt. The receipt, R-E-C-I-E-P-T, the receipt of the deeds, the receipts of the land, the receipts of all that God has promised and released, the ministry, the podcast, the business, the marriage, right now, right now, God is writing receipts. Receive your receipt right now in the earth as God releases it from heaven. Receive your receipt. Receive your receipts. Receive your receipts. The deeds, the land, the property, the commercial properties, residential properties, investment accounts, bank accounts, trust accounts, LLCs, wealth and generational wealth. Receive, receive, receive your receipt. Wave your receipt right now in Satan's face. Take your receipts out now and say, it don't belong to you. This is mine. God has given it to me. God has released it to me. I have the receipt right now in Jesus' name that says it is mine. That says it is mine. Take it right now in Jesus' name. Take it right now in Jesus' name. Take it right now in Jesus' name. Gather up your receipts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the receipt of your favor. Thank you for the receipt of the blessings of the Lord. Thank you for your receipt of your divine will in my life. Thank you, Father, for the receipt and the reset and the realignment that is happening in your sons and daughters today. Glory be to God. I declare that God's rest that you are also reset in the spirit of the living God. For we serve a God that is yet alive. The God we serve is not dead. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I loose the ascension power and the power, the dunamis power of God to be present in this place, in your home. I loose a fiery, hot, 
hedge of fire around you in your home, wherever you are right now in Jesus' name. May the fire of God consume all that is not of him, all that is not of God. Right now, may the consuming, purifying, refining fire, we want it all. We want all the fire in the Jesus' name. We want all the smoke in Jesus' name. We want the enemy to smolder on the smoke from the fire. We want the enemy to suffocate right now from the fire. We want the enemy to be destroyed from all the fire that is being released loose right now in your life, even into future generations. Father God, I thank you now that we declare healing. There's some of you out there that are struggling, that are dealing with sickness, that are dealing with disease and one area of your life. And you have come into agreement with what the enemy has placed upon your life. And you said, my mama had it. My sister had it. My brother had it. I guess it's my turn. I guess it's meant to be. I want you to break your agreements now with Satan. Break your agreement right now with anything that contends, that contradicts and is counterproductive to God's plan prosperous purpose for your life right now in the name of Jesus. I want you now to start breaking agreement with Satan right now. Stop declaring sicknesses and disease over your life. Stop saying I'm diabetic. I have allergies. I have this. I have that. It is not yours. The Lord took 39 stripes for your healing and every sickness and disease he can heal in Jesus name, whether it be of your mind, whether it be in your body, wherever it is in Jesus name. I want you to list those things that the enemy has afflicted your body with, the things that the enemy has afflicted your generational bloodline with, the things that he has assigned to your life, to your family, to your children, in the name of Jesus, and even your future children. List them now by name as you petition the help of the Holy Ghost to reveal those things that are hidden, even those time-release curses and ailments and afflictions, infections, and all of those things that the enemy has set forth to come at an appointed time. We know that God moves in and out of time, that he is not bound to time, that he can miraculously heal you right now, instantaneously, straightway, just like the word of God says, just as the woman with the issue of blood, she was healed immediately after all the years that she carried the burden of this sickness and was ostracized from people. The Lord, just by touching the hem of his garment, she was able to receive instantaneous, miraculous healing upon your life. Father God, we declare divine healing. We declare inner healing in the name of Jesus. Father God, we declare the healing by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the healing balm right now, Father God, loose your healing balm upon your daughters. Place your healing balm and your healing oil that will be released to cover every wound that is known and even unknown in your life, in your family. Right now, Father God, receive the healing balm for your life to cover every wound, to cover every sickness, to cover every disease. And we declare by that clarity, open their eyes, oh God. 
open their eyes. I'm still following the Esther Fast booklet. Listen, this right here, this Esther Fast booklet for these declarations will change your life. As the Holy Spirit was giving me utterance, I was getting stirred in the spirit with each declaration that I wrote that went with this three-day fast. And I said, Lord, 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 I'm standing in agreement with these declarations. And I pray that your sons and daughters will also pray in agreement with your divine word and will as we declare clarity. Some of us are working and moving in a place of confusion. You are confused about what to do. You're confused about where to go. You don't see the things in which God is trying to show you. Some of you still have a veil before your eyes. I ask you, Father, I petition right now, Father, as we are already beneath an open heaven, right now make these declarations now. Don't wait till this is over, till this is done. Even if you're trying to hear and listen to what I say, you can always go back and watch the replay. I need you your heart to be in alignment with the posture that God needs to pour into you right now. Don't worry about what I'm saying. Don't worry about what's on the booklet that you cannot see. I need you for God knows exactly what you need. God knows exactly how to carry out his plan for your life. I just need you to posture your heart and your mind and God will do the rest. So I declare clarity. Here come a sorandalabasi. The clarity in every area of your life to include your sight, to include your mind, to include your thought life, to include your speech, to include your vision, to include all of your spiritual senses. Right now, in the name of Jesus, clarity, 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 clarity. If this is you, type into the chat right now. I receive divine clarity. Now, in Jesus' name, right now, in Jesus' name, put a demand on it. Put a timestamp on it. Now, in Jesus' name, now, in Jesus' name, now, in Jesus' name, I receive divine clarity. Now, in Jesus' name, now, in Jesus' name, now, in Jesus' name, now, in Jesus' name, say it loud. Now, in Jesus' name, hey, Kalamasi, render So, wherever the enemy has sought muddy waters for your mind, wherever the enemy has sent um, sent, um, um, uh, confusion into your sight, right? In the name of Jesus, father God, we declare sight, spiritual sight, 2020 vision in the realm of the spirit. We loose and receive your 2020 vision right now in the name of Jesus. I don't care if you wear glasses. I don't care if you wear contacts. We are talking about spiritual sight right now in the mighty mighty name of Jesus. I declare that it is so in Jesus name. And I rebuke for those that are still following. We are on the rebuke and we are on binding and receiving for those that are following the Esther fast booklet. I rebuke all lies spoken by Satan and all of his agents to my mind that will use condemnation, shame, fear, guilt and any other spirit that torments any other spirit that harass and attempts to cause me to fail and give up and complete this fast effectively 
in the name of Jesus. And I bind, we're on the, we're almost done, saints of God. I bind the spirit of compromise, bartering, and substitution in disobedience to the plan given to me to complete this fast. Glory be to God. And the last one we're going to go through, I receive right now. I receive, receive, receive right now God's favor and ask for an additional measure of favor. Just as Queen Esther received in the word of God, but greater. Yes, greater, 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 greater measures of favor. Type it in the chat. Type it in the chat. Type it in the chat. Greater, greater. Come into agreement. Write the vision. Make it plain. Lay it at the altar. Petition in his presence. We are in the presence of God right now, virtually. There's no there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. I do not have to be in the room with you. I do not have to be laying hands on you for the spirit of the Lord, the omnipotent, omniscient God is here, there, and everywhere. Right now in Jesus' name, the Lord is where you are. The Lord is where I am. He has loosed the angels right now to release, to give, to plow the ground as you are plowing, as you are petitioning in his presence. He is breaking up fallow ground. He is breaking up those things that have held you down and held you bound. He is breaking things. He is taking things and he is releasing his favor for you to receive. So right now, even as a prophetic act, raise your hands as if you are getting something from God, as if the angels are loosing now favor and they are releasing blessings. They're releasing the oil of the Lord upon your life and by faith, by faith, by faith, you receive whatever you sense and feel the spirit of the Lord giving you right now. It could be gifts. It could be peace. It could be joy. It could be holy boldness. Whatever the Lord is releasing for your assignment, whatever the Lord is releasing for the commission upon your life, I want you now to receive it in Jesus' name. Receive. Receive, receive greater measures of favor. Receive his glory and his power. Receive his wondrous working power. Receive deliverance. Receive salvation. Receive liberty. Glory be to God. Have your way, 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 God. You are royalty. Glory be to God. You are royalty. Royalty. Gain your inheritance. Receive your righteous inheritance. Receive right now as you are crowned. Yes, Rendelobosi, I seal this prayer. In the spirit of the Lord, I receive this prayer in the spirit of the Lord. I receive this prayer in the spirit of the Lord by the spirit of the Lord. Come on, Brandy. You are a jewel in his crown. Come on. Come on. Come on. Allow God to crown you. Allow him to crown you. You mighty warriors of God. 
Allow yourself to be crowned by the king. Allow yourself to be crowned by the king right now. Crown, 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 crown. Declare it now. Crowned. You are crowned in Jesus' name. Receive your crown. Receive your crown. Yes, you are the bride of Christ and we are awaiting our bridegroom to return but you are chosen you are called and you are crowned you have received the royal priesthood of God you are a part of the royal priesthood you are called you are appointed and you are chosen receive your crown place it on your head Place that crown on your head. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, place that crown on. Place that crown on your head. Prophetically. Place that crown on your head. Glory be to God. Let's get into today's teaching. Yes, we've set the soil. We've entered into the presence of God. In prayer. We got a lot to do, y'all. Three days, prayer, four times a day, 6 a.m., 12 p.m., 6 p.m., and midnight. Midnight, we're going to be warring. Put your war paint on. Come ready to war. Bring your oil. Bring your oil. Bring your prayer cloth, your prayer shawl, because we are going to be going toe-to-toe with the kingdom of darkness tonight at midnight. So if you need to take a nap, take a nap. If you need to do that, do that. But do not miss the important part of the day, which is our midnight prayer. We're going to be warring, praying warfare prayers, prayers of deliverance. And we are going to be loosing the angelic armies of assistance that God has released and assigned to us in this fast, from this fast, for you, for your future generations in the name of Jesus. So today I need you to be ready. This is day one. This is not time to be tired and to be moaning and complaining. Listen, dig in, press in, and push through because this is only our second prayer for day one. This is only second prayer for day one, but I'm excited to get into the teaching for today. Listen, it's going to bless you. We're talking about favor and faith today. Favor and faith is the is the subject for today. It is the teaching that the Lord has given me to discuss and explaining to you guys the royal priesthood. I'm not going to go into depth in our Esther fast booklet. I have scriptures, every scripture, and you can add some, but I have added all the scriptures that we will be covering that the Lord released and gave to me for all of the ministry teachings over the next three days. So all of those scriptures are in the Esther fast booklet. I will be mentioning them. We will maybe if we get an opportunity to put them into the chat. And I highly suggest that you take a look at all of those scriptures that have been placed in the Esther Fast booklet. Um, so you can follow along with the scriptures that we're using and your time of meditation every day. There is a there is a journal prompt. OK, so there's a daily journal prompt that is in the Esther Fast booklet. 
And it is asking you to pray, meditate in the scripture. And there's question, there's a question that is that that's that's pertaining to the topic of the day. Okay. And in this time, you're going to journal with Jesus. In this time, you will be journaling with Jesus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you. So fasting and praying is not always preaching, shouting into the atmosphere. There will be some things that God is going to tell you that you will need to be in a posture to hear him. And it's going to require you to be quiet. Okay, now that's not that easy for me because I have a very, I'm a very passionate person and I'm very boisterous sometimes. I have a very bold personality and I'm kind of loud just on a regular day. And when I'm stirred in the spirit, I'm, I'm shouting the, to the mount from the mountaintop and shutting stuff down. <laughs> and that's just kind of where it is. Now, some of y'all probably already know that listen and follow me in this ministry. Just turn your phone down. Just turn when I when I get stirred and I start hollering and, and, and declaring and shutting Satan down and it gets a little bit too much for your for your ears. Just just turn your phone down. Just. <laughs> Just turn your phone down. Glory be to God. Hey, it is what it is. It's the way God created me. It's what he's, that's, and I, I don't apologize for it. I try to be mindful as I hear the Holy Spirit say things to me, but I continue. I continue to shout and pray and preach and prophesy. And ain't nothing going to muzzle my mouth. It's not a devil in hell that's going to keep me quiet in this season. It is time to see the goodness of the Lord. It is time to share the goodness of God by the gospel of Jesus and so I'm ready. Let's get into this teaching. I'm so excited about it because we're talking about favor and faith tonight, today and tonight, favor and faith. So get ready, get your notes out. If you have your booklet, you can actually write in there um, digitally if you're able to do that. If not, just take notes on the side. But I want to talk about several things. One of the things that I really want to hone in on today is favor, favor. Lord, listen, glory be to God. Let's look at Proverbs 18:22. Many of you are familiar with Proverbs 18:22. And Proverbs 18:22, if someone, yeah, I see someone's already put it in the chat. Glory be to God. Proverbs 18:22 says, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains 
favor from the Lord. Okay. So as I was studying this scripture along with many in Esther, we're going to be going through Esther as well. But as I was reading, rereading, I've read this scripture. I've read it so many times because we do this annual Esther fast every year. And the Lord said, we're going to be doing it from this year moving forward. And so last year he gave me a lot of revelation. Um, and this year I received similar, but some new things that he was showing me. He had me read this scripture over and over again. And I'm like, I know that scripture. Who in the world? You ain't even got to be a believer to know this scripture. Why are you having me to focus on this one? Because tomorrow we're talking about kingdom marriage. Those that are married and even those that desire to be married. But I got a, the Lord got a twist for that. So I know some of y'all was waiting to be a part of the left hand gang. As my baby girl says, she said, who, who, who wants to be a part of the left hand gang in 2023? Me, me, me. Hashtag left hand gang. Hashtag left hand gang. Who wants to be a part of that? But for those that are already married, this is for you too. And so I was talking to the Lord and this is the scripture he started me out and study was Proverbs 18, 22. And I'm like, yo. Like, why are we here? Because I'm in Esther. I'm in Esther. I'm looking at the favor on Esther's life. And, you know, I'm a deliverance girl. So I'm talking deliverance. I'm thinking deliverance. I'm I'm, I'm looking at deliverance. <laughs> Sign me up. Come on, left hand gang. Left hand gang. Left, gang, 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 gang. Left hand gang. It's on. <laughs> Lord, let it be so in Jesus' name. So Proverbs 18, 22. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Now you've heard it, but did you really ask God what that meant? Why? Is, is the favor in the woman? Is the favor in the marriage? Is the favor like, because it's been interpreted a lot of ways. And most of us have been taught that the favor came from the woman. But I thought to myself, I mean, this covenant, I believe that there's favor in that God releases favor upon men and women. And yes, there are portions of favor that can only come from a woman. Um, but why is it that you obtain this, the man obtains favor from God. What does this really mean to receive favor from God, right? We all know the phrase, the coin phrase, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm blessed and highly favored. But do you really know what that means? Do you know what it means to receive favor from God? Do you know what it means to be Favor by God. So listen, as I went into scripture, ratson, R-A-T-S-O-N, ratson is Hebrew for favor. So I'm like, okay, God, ratson, you know, these words get real, real interesting. And so what I received from the Lord in preparation for today was delight, ratson, um, the Hebrew version, the definition of favor is to delight, to delight. And if anybody wants to type these and things in the chat, that's cool, because I'm going to list a lot of things to delight, goodwill, goodwill, inclination, inclination, pleasure, pleasure, favor, grace and willfulness. So I started to read each one like, OK, grace. That's what favor favor comes with grace. OK, favor comes with pleasure. I don't know anything or anyone that has not received favor from God that was not favorable, that was not full of pleasure in the name of Jesus. So delight and goodwill, inclination, pleasure, favor, grace and willfulness. So I'm like, if favor 
is identified and defined. And there's many other definitions for favor. But if favor is defined as something that's willful, something that's delightful, something that's of goodwill, something that's pleasurable, something that comes with grace, something that comes with being inclined, an inclination, I-N-C-L-I, I see it in the chat, Sierra got it. An inclination is something that is kind of um, where you incline to do. So it's kind of like leaning into something. It's, it's looking to something. It's showing your attention attention to something. That's what inclination is. You're inclined to hear, right? God said, incline your ear to hear, incline your ear, meaning turn your ear, turn your face. And so when God turns his face to you, when God in inclines himself to you, when God extends grace to you, delights in you, shows goodwill to your life and, and willfully gives something, that is what favor is. And so I'm like, okay. And in this, the in this description of the Hebrew version of Ratzon, it explains that favor is what a king can do if he chooses to do so. <laughs> I sat right here on this part and I said, favor is what a king, listen to me. Favor is what a king can do if he chooses to do so. So that let me know that even the definition, the defining word of Ratson and, and in the English, one of the defining characteristics of favor was willfulness. Will was will. And so I said, okay, so favor comes divinely given by God, by the king, because God is the king of kings. As we are partnered in the kingdom of God, we are partners, subjects, servants in the kingdom of God. If you choose to partner with him, this is something that a king does, right? So this is something even in medieval times and times past where, where, the, where you see them being favored by the king in some area, right? Some prince or some province or something, even in the word of God, where it shows a favor, where, where the king has favored someone, not just in the book of Esther, but it is what a king can do if he chooses to do so. So I was like, Lord, so there's favor on our lives, but it's willed by God. This is will by God. He must choose to favor you and God can lose his favor in the mind and in the hearts of others to favor you, to give you favor. And so these are those things that you can't buy. So people are looking to buy um, connection, to buy love, to buy because they think that their work they think that um, their connection, they think that their agreement with someone who has something they want and has something that they desire must come from some sort of toiletary work of some sort, right? Or, or worthiness. None of that was in the definition. Worthiness wasn't. How many times have we received favor from God and was not worthy of the favor you got? I need y'all to raise your hand. I'm raising mine for the times that you received favor from God and it was not connected to your worthiness. And so as I continue to read 
into this word. And the Lord began to share some things about being a wise servant. Proverbs 14, 35. I said, well, who is able to receive this favor? Can anybody? Yes, God can will it for the saints. He can will it for the ain'ts. He can will it for us all. But in Proverbs 14, 35, I want you to go to Proverbs 14, verse 35. And I want to read from Proverbs 14.35. We're still talking about favor and the favor of God. 14 verse 35. So 35, 14 verse 35 says, the king's favor is toward, I'm reading out of KJV. I'm reading out of KJV. So the king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causes shame. So out of this verse, the Lord had me focus on wise servants as a receipt, right? We're back on the receipt, R-E-C-I-E-P-T, with how to receive his favor. So it says the king's favor is toward a wise servant. It's toward a wise servant. So how do you receive favor from God? Two ways. Actually, there's three. There's three. It's through time, through being wise and being a servant. We see here. Um, but because there's a set time for favor. So we'll get to that. We'll get to the set time of favor. But the king's favor in verse 35 says, it was toward a wise servant. What makes a person wise? And what makes a person worthy of being wise? And what makes you a servant? I always... For, even though I have been titled, promoted, and all of these things to carry out an assignment and a commission by God as an ambassador of the kingdom of God, I take the most, um, how can I say, I don't like the word pride, but I take the most pleasure. I take the most pleasure in being God's servant. And let me tell you why I take the most pleasure in being God's servant, because God's servant to me does not put me in a box. Sometimes, even though I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a saint of God, I am an apostle, I am a, 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 a prophetess, there are so many things, but being a servant, in my opinion, meets all the needs that I can be. I can be a foot washer. I can be an evangelist. I can be a teacher. I can be a pastor. I can be whatever in the fivefold. I don't, I feel like titles, even though I respect and honor the title that has been given by the Lord Jesus to me to carry out a function. I understand that being a servant of the Lord carries greater weight because I can then, you can be flexible and pivot to the needs of the Lord because the reason why we are here are as ambassadors to fulfill the destiny, the assignment, the commission and the will of the father for our life. And it is not about you. It is not about your strength and what you have and what you can do. It is not about your gifts because everything we have, everything God has willed, everything that we will do comes from God and it's for God and it's for his people. So being a servant 
You should carry the greater weight and pleasure of being God's servant. And so I was excited to really delve deep into this part of the scripture as God is showing and explaining his favor and how he wills and chooses to release his favor upon the people of God. So in Proverbs 14, 33, it says the king's favor is toward a wise servant. Now wise, the word for wise in the scripture in Hebrew is sakal, sakal, S-A-K-H-A-L, wise. So what is wise? What is really why? What is wise? What is being wise? Wise is, is, is being, is a state of prudence, being prudent. It, wise is having insight to look at, to behold. When you behold a thing, when you behold, which means to pay attention. So to turn the mind to, to turn the mind to, to have success. I was like, yo, being wise means to have success. Okay. And being successful. So being full of success and being intelligent. But this really, I, I love this and, and, and gaining the understanding of what being wise was and why this was a requirement to receiving um, favor from God. And so it says, uh, knowledge of the reason for something, knowledge of the reason for something. And so anything that God calls you to do, any place that God has called you to, you must know the reason for the why. You must know the commission and the call upon your life because you have been appointed, called, and chosen by God. You must know the reason of the thing that he has called you to do. How do you know the reason is by petitioning the face of the father for the wisdom that is needed to carry out the assignment and God will show you favor. And so if you find yourself in areas of your life where you don't feel favored, then maybe you need to go back, regroup, talk to God, ask him to reset, to realign and to give you wisdom because wisdom we know brings wealth. We know wisdom. So instead of asking for money, instead of asking for this, the business, instead of asking, we know that God favors those that are wise, those that turn their mind to him, those that have insight, those that walk in a prudent fashion those that are paying attention. So when God sees a wise servant, he sees someone who is intelligent, who he wants to, in, he wants to release success in your life. He wants you to be successful. And so he will give favor. He will loose and release favor to the servant of God that is wise. So being wise is a requirement to receiving favor from God because fourth Proverbs 14 35 says so that the king's favor is toward a wise servant. Now, what is a servant? Now, I probably don't need to go far into this definition and understanding because being a servant is like, okay, I got it. I'm a servant. You just, is a, is a, is a heart and a posture of servitude is a place in which you serve. Being a servant is being a laborer. So it is something that you labor for, right? So when you serve, you're a laborer, you're a worshiper. Did you know that being a servant comes with worshiping? comes with worshiping. So this is why it's important to not be a bond servant bound to Satan because you worship Satan. This, whatever you worship is who you serve. So God said, you can't serve two masters. You have to choose who you will serve because there's only two, there's God and there's Satan. And so as a servant, you must know 
who you are serving and the reason why you are serving this, 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 um, this entity, right? This was not an entity, but God, right? Why you're serving God or why you're serving Satan. So if you're not serving God, you're automatically serving Satan. So being a servant is someone who's a laborer, a worshiper. Um, it spoke to slavery, right? But slavery in the Bible was misinterpreted, misrepresented and, and perverted by the enemy. And so I did a podcast where I spoke to and really broke down what a bond servant was and what slavery and being a servant look like and being found and crowned for marriage. So you can go listen to that podcast if you want to hear me break that down. Um, I don't remember. Oh, it was episode 100. It was my 100th episode on my podcast. You can check that out on your on your free time. It's called um, being found and crowned by the king. And so being a servant is a man in bonds. A man in bonds. So again, if you're a bond servant, then that means you're bonded to Satan or you're bonded to the Savior. So you're either bonded to Satan or bonded to the Savior, but either way, you will reap that in which you're connected to. So if you are bonded or become a bond servant to satanic um, ideals, ideologies, and, 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 and things like that, then you are sowing into the bondage of Satan. But when you sow into the kingdom, this is a, an inheritance that you receive from God to prosper you, to put you in a place of success, wealth, prosperity, good health, and all those sorts of things. And so servant also means to be subject, subjects, right? And so in, in the time of kings and queens, they would call their servants subjects. They will call them subjects. And even in the word of God, they reference um, a lot of times them as subjects. And so when you subject yourself to something, you are subjecting yourself to whatever it is. So when you subject yourself to God, you subject yourself to the things of God. When you subject yourself, which means being in, in, in an inferior position, but we're not inferior to God because God has given us um, um, equal inheritance and rights as we sit at the right hand of the father. So we have a, a, a an inheritance that we receive from God that God shares in the kingdom of God. And so it is not inferior. It is not less than, but it is an equal, right? It is equal as we've been adopted into the royal priesthood. We've been adopted into the kingdom of heaven. And so being a servant is something that you're also subject to. So a king's subjects were his servants. And so the king of kings is the king in heaven. It's the king of God. It's the king kingdom of God. And that as a blood-bought born-again believer, as you have received the Holy Spirit, automatically makes you an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. So subjects can be a number of things. A king's subjects were his servants. So we are servants of God, and I am proud to be a servant of the Lord. And so what is a servant? Servants are ministers and courtiers of the king. Men, um, a servant are ambassadors. Now, I want you to understand, I always, even in, in, in prayer, the Lord trained me in spiritual warfare. Um, at one time, I used, I thought being a citizen was the same as being an ambassador because I'm like, well, I'm from the kingdom of heaven. I've inhabited and I've received the release of God's inheritance and his will and all that he has, I have. So I am a citizen. He's like, no. The Holy Spirit said you are an ambassador of heaven. An ambassador is someone that God sent to accomplish a specific mission. <laughs> 
an ambassador, I need you to hear me. Write it down, take notes, screenshot my mouth. I don't know. Go back and watch the replay. But ambassador is what when God sends you to accomplish a specific mission. So when you are calling, referencing yourself as an ambassador of heaven, that means that you represent, that you are representative of a commission and a mission, an assignment, a plan and a purpose that God has specifically given you from the kingdom of heaven to utilize and to carry out in the earth. You can read on your own time. There are scriptures. I'll read them out loud. Isaiah 49 and six. You can read about being an ambassador, Jeremiah 25 and nine and Jeremiah 27 and six. If you want to read and understand about what being an ambassador is. And so you must know the reason. What's the reason? Why are you here? This is why this is important because if you don't know your identity and your purpose in the royal priesthood of God, then you will not be able to arise in the authority of God to take dominion in the earth, subdue, rule, and reign, and carry out the area that God has called you to in the sphere of influence that you have been given by God, and you have the authority to take over the things that the enemy said that you couldn't do. He is a liar from the pit of hell. So what are servants? Servants are subjects. Servants are ministers. Servants are courtiers of of the king. Servants are ambassadors. Servants are officers. Servants are ordinary soldiers. So everybody's not called to the fivefold. Everybody's not called to do or be in a certain position in the realm of the spirit. They don't have the same accountability, but there's also soldiers. There are messengers. There are messengers. So servant and being a subject to God, being a subject of God, of the king, is also being a messenger and military captains. And so Spiritual warfare is rooted in ranking and your authority in heaven. And so as God is trusting you with the things of God to carry out in the earth, this is why ranking is important. This is why being rooted in Christ is important. This is why partnering with the Holy Spirit is important because you have an assignment. You have a mission and a commission to carry out. Glory be to God. So let's talk about the last thing. We talked about being a wise servant, being wise and being a servant and how important that was to receiving God's favor. Now I want to talk about the set time of favor because some of us want to see the favor of God in a situation. And when you don't see the favor of God in a situation, you feel entitled as if, well, I've done this and I've done that. Then I God owes me this. And it's not that God does not does not want to um carry out because God he ain't gonna he he ain't gonna um um let his word return to you void okay God is not going to let you be looking crazy in the streets he is not gonna let you um and carrying his name not not be a test a testimony but with the testimony comes a test but there's also a set time for favor
And so it's important that when we are petitioning God in the presence of God for the will of God, that we align our minds and our wills with the timeline of God. So there are times and seasons that God can do and move. So we have, we have the planting plowing season. We have the former rain season. We have the latter rain season. We have harvest season. So there's a set time. There are set seasons and there is favor that is connected to timelines. And so this is important why you must always be synchronized with the season of God, with the timeline of God, because there are things that God is doing that God can't release yet. And his favor is always and will always come at the right time. And his set time of favor has been already assigned to you, your set time of favor. So Psalms 102, 13, I want you to quickly go to 102 verse 13. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about God's favor and God's set time. Glory be to God. We're closing out here in a moment um, with Psalms 102, verse 13. I'll give you a second. I'm reading out of KJV 102, 13. So Psalms 102, 13 says, Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. The set time is come. And so this is out of the book of Psalms. There were lots of writers in the book of Psalms, even though it was credited to David. We see Psalms of praise, Psalms to David, Psalm of David. And so the entire book was not um, written by David. There were several authors. But in this, in 102, when you read the context of Psalms 102, there is a petition from David um, for um, prayer for help. Uh, 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 there's a, there's affliction, there's deliverance in this, in this, in this verse leading up to 102, 13, and even beyond, you see him petitioning God in prayer for God to turn and incline his ear to him, for God to hear his prayer, for God to help and deliver him. And so just as queen Esther was in a time and a season where she was, was put, was put in a position to be able to deliver the Jews from bondage and from being killed, there was a set time. Okay, so there was a process that that Esther went through. There was a purification process. There was a lot that was happening on this in the process to the promise and to the place of deliverance. And so some of you have been waiting on God to deliver you in an area of your life. And you prayed and you fasted and you waited and you watched and you might have even got discouraged with God because he has not shown his favor and his face to you in a particular time that you felt that you desired it. But God is telling you, I'm telling you, I'm encouraging you today that there is a set time for favor, that even when God has released his favor upon your life, that there is a set time. And so this deliverance, this place of salvation, this place of success, this place of freedom, wherever it may be, is always found at a set time. And he releases his favor, even greater measures of favor of upon the wise servant. So are you serving God with your whole heart and your whole mind? Are you following the commission of God? Do you know the reason? 
Do you know the why as to the purpose that God has placed into your life that has been written and predestined for your life? So this is all a part of your process to entering into the promised land and to receiving and carrying out the commission upon your life. And so in Esther, let's go now into Esther 2.15 and 2.17. So in accordance to the next three days, you should have read Esther 1 through 3. If you have not read Esther 1 through 3, please do. Please follow along with us over the next three days and read Esther 1 through 3. I'm reading Esther 2 verse 15 right now. Um, and I'm going to read one other verse as I close out and discussing being um, the set time of favor um, that Esther received and that you, that you received. I pray that you guys are re receiving revelation, God's wisdom and the will of God is being, um, being stirred in your spirit and God is releasing his will for you in this fast. So Esther 2.15, this is one of the, this is the best part. I don't know, all of it's good, but I'm like, this is the best part of, of God's favor and what he's gonna explain to us here in Esther 2.15. And so as God is revealing, let's read Esther 2.15 says, now when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, was come to go in unto the king. She and unto the king, she required nothing. Listen to me. I don't know. I know some of you sometimes get caught up in the KJV, but I'm going to break this down for you. No worries. In the scripture, it says that. She was called and she was, she came unto the king as she was required, but she required nothing. That's what it says. It says she required nothing, but what Haggai, the king's chamberlain, the keeper of the women appointed the kingdom. Let me get back in here. The keeper of the women appointed and Esther obtained favor in the sight of all them that looked upon her. Some of you are looking for favor from just from God, but God is looking to release favor from not only God, but from men. God is going to today. I say right now, as before I go into breaking this down to y'all, God's favor will be released. I declare it today at a set time in your life. And not only is God's favor willed and chosen by God, but it is for favor from not only God, but favor from man, favor from God and favor from man. So God does not desire just for you to be favored by him and him alone. God desires for you as his daughter of the king for you to receive favor by man, by all of those that look upon you. God will release his will and his favor for not only himself to you, but from him through others for you in the name of Jesus. So Esther 2 and 15, if you read that scripture, it says that Esther required nothing. Esther required nothing but what she was appointed and she found favor. So for those of you that think that you're going to receive favor from your pastor, your preacher, a teacher, someone you're spiritually connected to, someone you've given money to because you thought that being connected to them was going to give you what you needed. I'm telling you now, you wasted your time because God's favor comes from him and it is willed by him, for him, from God, for you. 
in Jesus name. Listen to me and listen to me clearly that Esther required nothing. So that means she didn't have to come with money. She didn't have to come with her body. She didn't have to come with nothing. She did not toil. She did not tarry. She did not work for it. She didn't have to come with nothing extra that she received favor from the king, but she was appointed first. She was appointed and then shown favor in the name of Jesus. And so because she didn't have to toil, tarry, work and do extra and be extra, she received the favor of God because why? She was appointed first. She was appointed first. She was appointed by the king's chamberlain, Haggai. She was appointed. Now, remember, in Esther 1 through 3, she made a transition. In her process of purification, before being presented before the king and the men and the chamberlains and all of those that looked upon her, there was a process of purification and there was movement. There was movement. So she went to several homes, right? There was a house of Haggai. There was the house of Shashgaz. And then there was a house of Xerxes. And so before we get into those and into the movement that positioned Esther to be seen and called and chosen by the king, there was a process. There was a process in which she was able to draw near to the king. Get what I'm saying to you. The closer you get to the king, mind you, then you, God said, you draw nigh to me. You draw near to me. I draw near to you. God's favor is found in his presence. And it is not through your works. It is not through your looks. It is not through your body. It is not it because you got a BBL, because you look cute, because you did this and this and that. Right? We're going to talk about kingdom marriages tomorrow. So we're going we gonna to go in on that. But I'm trying not to spoil tomorrow. But today, I'm speaking to our bridegroom. I'm speaking to the king of kings. I'm speaking to your relationship as the bride of Christ to our father, who is the king in our lives, that as you draw near to God, the movement in which Esther made, read Esther one through three, the movement that Esther made drew her closer to the king. And as she drew closer to the king, she was already appointed, not by the king. She was appointed by the, by man. She was appointed by Haggai, right? She was appointed by, and she required nothing. So she didn't have to give recompense or give any, give something, give, she didn't have to give anything. She just showed up, but she was appointed by Haggai. And then she was presented to the king, but she was already appointed. And then she was called. Okay. So once she was appointed in this house, she was called to the king, and she was chosen, right? So she was appointed, called, and chosen. But in the appointment, she found favor. So there are divine appointments. Listen to me when I say I hear the Holy Ghost now. Do not miss your divine appointment. There are divine appointments that God has set up for your life through people. Sometimes you're looking for God to miraculously show up or audibly speak to you into your home. And God is placing and positioning people in the earth to show favor to your life to give to you. And these are things that you are not even going to have to work for. These are things that are going to see that you were appointed by God. 
and they are going to choose to favor you because the favor of the Lord is upon them and, and, and for you, for you to prosper, for you to be successful and for you to move forward. And so Esther 2 and 17, let's read Esther 2 and 17. It is actually our last scripture, um, 2 and 17. Well, what the saints say, I won't be before you long. Esther 2 and 17 says, so Mordecai went his way and did according to all. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, I'm in four, 217. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, Esther 2 and 17. And the king loved Esther above all the women and she obtained grace and favor. If you remember when I spoke to favor, grace was one of the defining characteristics of favor. So when she was brought before the king, Esther, uh, um, she was obtained, she obtained grace. She obtained favor in his sight more than all the virgins so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. And so as we petitioned in prayer earlier, in preparing for today's teaching, I asked you all to place your crown on your head. I said prophetically, as a prophetic act, right now receive the receipt of God's favor on your life and place the crown that God is giving you upon your head. How was she able to be crowned? How was Esther able to be found and crowned by the king? It is because it was a set time of favor upon her life. It was a it was because she was appointed. It was because she was called and ultimately chosen by the king. And when she was chosen by the king, she was crowned by the king. And so we see that there was a process to purification, but there's one cue I want you to look at in the purification process that was designed for all of the virgins that were hoping to be chosen, that were hoping to get picked by Queen uh, King Xerxes. And so there was different houses that they lived. Some of the concubines lived in one house and some of the servants and the virgins lived in another house. And so the house of Haggai, we have three houses here that are mentioned in Esther 1 through 3, house of Haggai, the house of Shashgaz, the house of Xerxes. But when she got to the house of Xerxes, um, Xerxes' house, right? This is the king's house. When she made it into Xerxes' house, mind you, she was appointed first. Haggai appointed her. Then she moved into um, Shashgah. She moved She moved up. Then she got into, then she was moved into the house of Xerxes month 10. The purification process was 12 months. It was 12 months. And so we'll talk more about purification tomorrow. Um, but the purification process, she actually her set time was before the 12 months. Have you ever been in a situation where someone has given you a timeline to receive something? And they'll say, say you call and you're trying to um, buy a car. And they say, well, it takes three days. Or you're trying to buy a home. And they say, well, it, it takes six months. And this is the process to procure this thing. When God moves, God moves in his timeline. And we as ambassadors of heaven must align our divine timelines with God because he has set divine appointments along that timeline that will bring you to your set time of favor. 
Do you hear what I'm saying to you? And it will not be outside of his time. So though the purification process for the virgins was 12 months, uh, uh, Esther was met her purification. She completed her process in 10, two months prior to the original intended process of man. And so every time I use this in my prayer strategies, every time God has given me an assignment and something to do, I don't ever attach my agreement to man's assignment and timeline because I move amongst within God's divine timelines because I know that there are divine doors and there are divine appointments that are assigned to my mission. And I know that it's important for me to meet those timelines in accordance to God's divine will. So though the purification process was 12 months, Esther was able to complete, be found, appointed, called, chosen in 10. <laughs> so I encourage you today. That as you are seeking God this year, as you are going forth in the things that God has called you to do. Yes, man might say, well, this takes three months. This takes six months. Typically, it takes 18 months. My mama waited 12 years before she got married. My mama this, my mama, my cousin that. Well, it took my cousin this long to get her house because she had to do this and do this and do that. Listen, bind and rebuke those things and you take your timelines to God. Because the process to the promise is in the hand of God, not in the hands of man. And if God wants to extend favor upon you, he will do that and he will appoint people in your process to show you favor to receive the promise. I promise you that. <laughs> I've lived it. I've breathed it. I've lived it. And so understand that you are appointed first, then you're favored by all, not just God, but the favor of God and man, and then chosen and crowned. Okay. That's the order appointed, favored by all men, God and the kingdom of man, the kingdom of God and God's people, then chosen. Then crowned. This is why we're talking about being found and crowned by the king. Being found and crowned by the king. And so the promises of God shall go forth in Jesus' name. So today I declare a greater measure of favor. Declare favor come over and through your life right now in the name of Jesus. That God's favor align with his divine timelines and his divine desires for your life, that you ask the Lord as you declare and petition in his presence, divine favor to overwhelm, chase you down, to cover you, to cloak you in this season. May 2023 be the year of favor and greater measures of favor upon your life. Declare it, receive it, and believe it by faith. Glory be to God. That favor is your portion, but not just your portion. That greater levels, greater measures, and even the favor of man 
in Jesus' name, that it manifests in accordance to God's divine timeline and in accordance to the will of God over your life, that it be made known that it is so and so it shall be, that it is established. That it is established this day in this prayer in Jesus' mighty name. Glory be to God. I pray that that blessed you, the, the midday teaching and prayer for today. We will be back here for prayer again at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time for the next three days. We will be praying all throughout the day, all throughout the evening. If you are inclined, <laughs> I declare favor in this day. If you are inclined by the Father right now to sow into this word, to sow into 2023, for this is good ground to place seeds. Listen, you cannot expect a harvest from God without putting some seeds in the ground, without standing in favor and by faith to receive. You can go now. Here is the ways to give on the screen to theflawedandfree.com slash give or if you like cash app you can go to cash app at dollar sign flawed free that's dollar sign flawed free or you can zail you can also zail <coughs> whoo i'm on the drive fast I might have to put some water in my mouth, swish it around because my mouth is dry. Lord, give me water in Jesus' name in the spirit. Info at theflawedandfree.com. So it's info if you want to sell um, a seed into day one of your fast. I did a 21-day fast. I never fast without sowing. Fasting is a part of the kingdom principle. Um, I never dine and dash because I want to um, always, I follow the kingdom principle in sowing and planting seeds in order to see my harvest. And so sowing is a part of um, solidifying um, and releasing the curse um, that the enemy tries to hinder upon my life and upon others. And so sowing is a kingdom currency that God will release divine favor and the manifestation of his will upon your life. Usually people want to run and go in this time, but this is the time that you need to run to the altar. This is definitely the time and plant your seed for what God is doing, for what he will do um, as the saints of God all over the world are now fasting and pouring out to the people of God, the presence of the Lord, those things that he is, he is giving us to give to his people. Glory be to God. And so if you desire to sow, say, can you sow on the app? Yes, Tori, you can sow on the app. You can, you can sew on the app. You can go on the app and sew. Um, or if you want to go to, um, some people use Cash App, some people don't. It's dollar sign, flawed free on Cash App. Um, or you can go to the website. It's secure on the website at theflawedandfree.com slash give. But yes, you can sew. So while she's mentioning the app, we now have an app. Glory be to God. The Esther Fast last year. I spoke to the Lord about the Freedom Fighter community 
because a lot's happening with the metaverse, social media, and all of this foolishness. And I have people on Instagram. I got people on Facebook. I got people on TikTok. I have people everywhere. And they're wanting to be a part of this like-minded community. They're wanting to learn how to pray effectively. They're wanting to learn spiritual warfare. They're looking for these things sometimes are not always taught in the church. And so because of that, they're looking for authentic, reliable voices as there are others like mine, but they're looking for a place, a safe space to grow, to mature, to be discipled in. And so I now have an app, okay? It's an app that's flawed and free. You can connect to our, our social groups, our community groups. You There's a Bible in there for you to read and study um, and also keep up with our events for we have virtual events, we have um, in-person events and things that are coming down the pipeline for 2023. And so this is able for, so I can engage with you in one place. So I'm not just on Facebook chatting and on Instagram chatting and over here chatting. And so if you desire to join the Freedom Fire community, please download the app. You can find it on Apple stores. You can find it on the Apple store and the Android store. And it's the church app. It says the church app. And on the church app, you then in the search engine, in the search bar, you're going to type flawed and free ministry, flawed and free ministry. Don't forget the ministry part because you're not going to find the app. I don't know if they can, uh, there's no link. You have to go onto the store or you can go onto my social media. I wrote the instruct, there's instructions um, on Instagram. There's instructions um, on Facebook, um, the recent posts that I put for downloading the app, for downloading the app. So yeah, you can download that app and we can chat and engage and talk. I'm so excited about the evangelism, the outreach, the expansion um, that God has already declared for me and for all of you in 2023. So um, to God be the glory. We will see you at 6 p.m. Don't forget, it's Central Standard Time. 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We will be coming back here to pray and I'll be back here at midnight. So set your clock, take a nap, meet me at midnight for more teaching and more deliverance. We're going to be talking more about faith tonight. We're going to talk more about faith and how faith releases and, and, and helps you to receive from God um, supernatural powers and in the presence of God. And so Come with your war paint. We're going to be praying and we're going to be praying some warfare prayers tonight. Some warfare prayers tonight. Bring your faith in Jesus name. <laughs> Glory be to God. I'm excited for what God is going to do. I'm excited for the testimonies that will come from this fast as we always receive um, testimonies from what God is doing in you guys life. So thank you guys for sharing your testimonies here um, with us. Glory be to God and God bless you and may God keep you. And I'll see you guys at six o'clock. Come back at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. God bless. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 